Just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now. As we riff the show, Tanner and Christine are gonna figure out why we love this show. Better grab your golden stars and slushies, cause you're listening. You're listening to Loser Like Me. Loser Like Me. and welcome to Loser Like Me. This is a Glee recap and review show, uh, except for this episode where it is neither of those things, because this is our season two blooper reel. So a lot of things, if not everything, that we talked about while we were recording season two of Glee that just wasn't relevant enough or was funny enough out of context uh, that we set it aside for use in this blooper reel. And by we, I do mean Emily and Tanner. Uh, I, Christina, am not doing any editing for this. They're the ones who are in charge of that, and they're great. <laughs> so we hope that you all enjoy uh, this selection of bloopers from season two. Hit it! Forgot to turn my water cooler on, so I'll have to be drinking room temperature water during this. Oh no, you plebeian. Room temperature water. <laughs> you know when they say room temperature? Yeah. Well, this is the room. This is the room, the temperature. <sighs> I remember when I was little and I learned the term lukewarm, and I thought that somehow that was like foreshadowing meaning behind Luke Skywalker's name. <laughs> I don't think anyone would ever describe Luke Skywalker as lukewarm, though. <laughs> Although it's a shame that it can't be like a ship name. Lukewarm. <laughs> name, name, rename the Mandalorian something involved with the word warm. <laughs> That's a surprisingly popular ship, which I wasn't aware of until like two months ago. What, Luke and Mando? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I've seen some really good art for it on Tumblr. There's a couple of people, I think, who are very much like, yes, this is our AU and we would like it to happen now, please. <laughs> Although, these, I think one of the people making art was also like, okay, so in this Star Wars AU where, where Luke and Mando are together, let's also make Rey a canon lesbian and Finn and Poe canonically get together. And also, Leia is still around. And also, Rose Tico becomes a Mandalorian. But they'd all be ch ch children, unless they're at age shifting, because they'd all be children. Which I still, I still like that. No, no, it was like, it was like they they brought like older Luke and Mando oh, to okay. join everything. Like, oh hey, when you went to find Luke Skywalker, surprise, he's been living on Mandalore with his with his king husband, and he's Prince Consort. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? It's better than the Rise of Skywalker. Not that that's an especially high metric to beat. I, I, would, I would say that at the beginning of Last Jedi, Luke is lukewarm. And then he heats up again by the end. There we go, yeah. He does get the Luke Skywalker uh, super extra quality back. Because you're mine, I walk the sky. <laughs> was, this has nothing to do with Glee. Do you want to talk about Glee? Yeah, let's go We can't talk it. about Star Wars till next season. I'm excited about it. <laughs> I I I missed I missed the time in my life when all I thought about DSL was the old internet service. <laughs> <laughs> Sam opens his mouth to sing and it says
Okay, you know what, Lena? God, that's gonna be Lena. untenable audio. <laughs> Lena, don't cut this part. Put it in a separate track so we can put it in the Frankencast. <laughs> yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Do you remember? Do you remember any about time travel? I don't remember any about time travel. Does this mean your fan fiction is off the hook? No, it means that the secret I had submitted involving time travel is probably one you didn't see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Tanner? We're... That's next season. We'll get to it. Next season. It's time travel. No. Okay, we'll get to it. L- L- Lena, cut this, please. Tanner, were you the one who started the theory about Sugar being Santana and Brittany's time-traveling daughter? No. Okay. <laughs> but I did approve of it. Okay. <laughs> J- since you're probably not going to be watching any more Glee Kit. Oh, almost like definitely spoil- not. <laughs> I would like to spoil for you that Sue does get married to a woman at some point, but not who you think. Okay, so she is absolutely a homophobic lesbian. I mean, I don't know about the lesbian part, but she gets married to herself. Interesting. She also, she, actually, no, I was going to say there's evidence that she's not homophobic, but I don't know if this evidence would work. Also, Christina, I don't want to spoil it for you because I know you haven't seen season six. I want you to go in there and be shocked. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> there's not even a decent amount of Brittany in this episode, which is neither here nor there. It's just. Yeah. I, I, I am I am fascinated by a character who will just ad-lib, I'm going for as a peanut allergy for Halloween. <laughs> I, would li- I would like to subscribe to their newsletter. I want to study you. <laughs> yeah. See, here's the thing, Kit, is that Brittany has, she has a lot of, like, good, like, comedic chops. She has a lot of fun, improved, ad-libbed comedy lines, which is just... Which which brings us joy when sometimes Glee is just a shit show. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about that bit from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. <laughs> it's like, there's a giant electric snake in the sky. Well, shoot it. Not yet. I want to study its habits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that popped into my head, but it did. That sounds fun. Don't watch Fear and Loathing, though. Okay. Just, Christina, don't- you specifically, don't watch Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. You will not get anything out of it. <laughs> Duly noted. Thank you for the warning. It's about a psychedelic drug binge in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, I, just Are... saw, I just saw Tanner's lights go out. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're frozen. Did did a power cut happen over there? I don't know. Tanner. Let me, let, let me message Tanner. <laughs> If you're here, knock the table three times. <laughs> if you're here, say fuck Will Schuster. I, yeah, I, fe- I feel like the, the darkened screen right before the connection cuts out heralds a power cut. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Tanner's just sitting there in like a half darkened room on our cameras. You know Not what? You. I'm gonna I'm gonna check the weather radar. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what the weather is like where they are. It's entirely possible that they're getting some severe weather because also they've left the call now. Ah. I'm just gonna keep Discord open until they respond. Yeah, I was. I'll, I was sitting there and like on one side of the screen is you with a, a V on your forehead and lipstick, and the other side is is frozen Tanner in semi darkness. <laughs> Welcome to the cult. Yeah, that was a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. 
Also just occurred to me that I don't know if they have a Discord on Wi-Fi or not. So we're just going to have to hang out here for a minute and see if they rejoin. Yay. And if they don't come back, then we continue the episode on our own. (laughs) (laughs) This is fine. Again, how do you you feel about uh, finishing off the rest of the episode? Well, I can't provide any Glee expertise, so I feel like this will be slightly lopsided, but... And I can't provide much Rocky Horror expertise. (laughs) Okay, they are typing on Discord. Okay. Oh, yes, they had a power surge. (laughs) Jesus. What happened to the recording? Is it okay? (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Like, if we want to start from the beginning, I can do that. I've got nowhere else to be tonight, but... <laughs> I know, but I don't want to... I, I... I... God. Okay, thank God the recording's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Okay. <laughs> oh, thank God you're back. <laughs> yeah, the power hiccup, up, but of course it knocked out my Wi-Fi for a bit. <laughs> okay, but, like, you were on laptop battery, you were okay? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm fine there. Hallelujah. (laughs) For a minute there, it was just like a frozen screen of you in semi-darkness. And I was like, oh no. (laughs) Something terrible has happened. It froze on the exact moment that your Wi-Fi cut out and the power cut out. (laughs) I'm suspecting this guy doesn't stick around, though. I'm suspecting this guy gets thrown over in favor of more obtuse drama and pointless secret keeping. Yeah, it's... um... I gotta make a note. Lena, cut this part as we spoil stuff for the future. But um, Carl and Emma get Vegas married during the winter hiatus. And then a few episodes later, they annul that because Emma's OCD is so much that she can't do sex. And then he, yeah, he leaves her. This is after they sing Afternoon Delight with Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay, so this this has been the character assassination of Carl. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. By the yes. coward Ryan Murphy. <laughs> yes. Basically. Yes. People like this character too much. <laughs> I must destroy him. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what, Lena? Lena cut that bit, put it in a different track. I'm going to splice that back into the episode where it happens. <laughs> <laughs> just just have that as like a drop on a soundboard. <laughs> when you need it. I wish we had a company podcast. I bet that's the only way I could get myself fired. (laughs) Tanner says piss on a company podcast. (laughs) Either that or I just start, I start uh, getting on the intercom. Much like, so the meat department now has to um, advertise their coupons every week on the intercom hourly. And you can tell that some people are not used to being on the intercom ever. Yeah. But I'm thinking, hmm, I should get on the intercom and be like, hey, shoppers, we have some hair dye that's on clearance because I need to make some goddamn room on the shelf for new products. So change up your look for this hot girl summer. Hashtag you're at home here. <laughs> Tanner, you should do this thing. I should do the thing. But, like, do it either in, like, the early morning or the late night when people need a laugh because they're just tired and stressed. Are you guys still there? Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm here. Still there. I'm just writing notes. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm, writing, I'm writing the notes for Lena. <laughs> gotcha. And then Lena put the rest of the opening parts in a separate track, including <laughs> this part where I dictate the notes I'm writing for you to help you understand how to edit this track. <laughs>
<laughs> you know, here's here's one thing. Glee never went so far as to have a re-virginization ceremony. So that's I don't know if that's the point in Glee's column or Degrassi's column. What? 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 Wait. What? <laughs> Wait. Wait. What? Put the Glee episode on hold, Tanner. I need you to explain this one element of Degrassi, please. Season four finale of Degrassi. Spinner undergoes a re-virginization ceremony so that he can continue dating Darcy. And then, like, two hours later, he immediately has sex with Paige. And so Darcy abandons him to go to Christian summer camp. And then at the end of the episode, just as she's leaving on the bus, she turns back to look at Spinner. And he's like, this means that I still have her. And then they immediately break out like two episodes into the next season. And then a lot of horrible traumatic stuff happens to Darcy. And then she leaves the show to be a 90210. Okay, but did they... (laughs) On Degrassi, think that they could pray so hard <laughs> that God would just go through and erase the the line in the book of their lives about like, oh, they had sex. Yes. Uh, uh, uh okay. <laughs> I, I I feel I feel like I just went through so much. <laughs> I feel like Welcome to Loser Like Me, Sean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or would she be the, the one uh, Twi'lek dancer person? The one that, like, dies? Does she die? It, it, like, I mean, probably there's, the answer no, there's, is yes, but. Th- there's a Twi'lek dancer, but there's also a Twi'lek backup singer, and the backup singer lives. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, we're not killing all of them, only, only the one. <sighs> A Star Wars is born. <laughs> no, no! <laughs> oh, no! The pun is good, but the concept is bad. <laughs> I both love and hate what you said at the same time. It's very conflicting. <laughs> Anyways, uh, anyway. the, oh, but, but no, hang on, one more, one more Star Wars thing. Because I once, yeah. ca- I was once, Lena, you can cut this part out because <laughs> it deals with season three. I was once looking for fan art of Rory Flanagan because I was obsessed with the character at the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I found fan art of him that someone had drawn for their Glee Star Wars crossover, except it wasn't a Glee Star Wars crossover. It was just Star Wars with all the main characters replaced with Glee characters. <laughs> oh, no. So, so all I remember is that Rachel was Luke. I, I can't remember who Han Makes Solo sense. was. But, but Rory was... Chewbacca, and so instead of the just the Wookies going, it was just Rory's incomprehensible Irish. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! And literally everything else was a word for word recap, except whenever Rory Chewbacca spoke. Oh no! Oh no! Do we need to cut the talk about seven? I mean, maybe. Lena, you can cut the details of seven. Uh, up to your judgment, Lena. We trust yes. you. <laughs> Cut the parts that you don't think are as funny. Yeah. You know that famous comedy, Seven? God. And then Nine is the musical about Italians. Yes. Or that one animated movie about the bur- l- the little burlap homunculi people that was super cute. Yeah. You, okay, you know what? Now I have to check if there's any crossovers between Nine and Nine. <laughs> <laughs> the name's the same, and I bet that's about it. Okay, so AO3 does have fanfics for 9, but they don't have any fanfics for 9, so obviously there aren't any crossovers between 9 and 9. 
yet. <laughs> F- F- Fandom will find a way, Tanner. This is known. Yeah. I'd, I would check FFNet, but it's a bit harder to... Actually, you know what? It's probably just as easy. So hang on. Let me check fanfiction.net. Where there's a certain je ne sais quoi wrong by the fact that almost everything on there these days is written by middle schoolers. Nature is healing. <laughs> I, I do, like, seriously, though, like, if we're talking about, like, fanfic, I do really like the fact that there is a, it sounds like now there's, a, like, a separate place where it's like, you go to FFNet until you hit, say, age 16, or or maybe a little bit older, and then you can go to AO3 when you graduate, or legally become an adult, I suppose. <laughs> So, Nine, the Sack People movie, does not have any crossovers with Nine, the Italian musical, but it does have crossovers with Doctor Who, Beast Wars, The Bible, two of those, Labyrinth, Disney, Jonan Vasquez, Super Smash Bros., Toy Story, Helsing, Naruto, Danny Phantom, Avatar The Last Airbender, Supernatural, Blood Plus, Peter Pan, The Ginga Series, Coraline, Iron Giant, How to Train Your Dragon, Homestuck, Symmetry, Record Ralph, and NFL Rush Zone, because Harpy, Har- Hockey RPF is everywhere. Jeez. Holy cow. Hello and welcome back to Big Time Podcast, a Big Time Rush recap and review. <laughs> what? I I fell down a nostalgic TV intro hole, and for some reason the Big Time Rush intro has just lodged itself inside my brain. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely had that happen to me before. I just didn't know that that was what I didn't know it had been launched in your brain, so I missed the context. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, no, Tyo Cruz is the inspiration for the Minecraft song. Okay, okay. Creeper. Aw, oh, man! I don't know this Minecraft song. I never I never got into Minecraft. You don't know the Creeper Minecraft song? I never got into Minecraft, okay? I've never had- Neither a- did I, but I still know Creeper. Aw, oh, man! I've never had a computer that can run Minecraft and I wasn't on those parts of the internet when it was in its first heyday. So you never even were on Discord servers from, like, a year ago when people would just start trying to get people to sing the lyrics? No. Tell you what, you can- you can- I, I challenge you, Tanner, to try and make that happen in the Corner Podcast Network Discord server. I'm gonna do that right now. I'm doing that right now. Let's- okay, let's see if anyone reacts to it. <laughs> I'm genuinely curious to see what happens. Oh, and that's not, but that's not even a parody of the Tile Cruise song, because that's a parody of DJ God Has Fallen in Love by Usher. Ah, okay. Tile Cruise sang Dynamite. I'm pretty sure yes. that was his only hit. I'm pretty sure he's a one-hit wonder. Probably. Anyway. I also, I also recall um, um, a meme from when The Hunger Games was big, yeah. where when, um, when Jack, Jack Quaid gets killed, <laughs> I throw my hands up in the air tonight, saying, Ayo. That's an arrow. <laughs> That's fun. I did see the Hunger Games and read it. Anyway, do you? Anyways, do <laughs> that was a weird sidetrack. It's it's whatever. Sorry, I I keep on slouching and fucking up my back. Oh no! Don't do that, Tanner. You don't need a spine to podcast. Yes, you do. You don't need a spine or teeth. The spine has nerves in it. You need those. <laughs> They're just gonna free hang. God, that's a terrifying biological concept. I'm going commando with my bones. <laughs> Bone mando. No, that's something see, different. See, me and Theo actually, me and Theo just share bones. We send them back and forth to each other through the mail. Oh my god. 
<laughs> Shared custody bones. Bone share. That's something entirely different. Anyway. Miscommunications. Ah, uh, that's my drag name. More power to you. It's not actually. My, dra my drag name is going to be Doreen Cuisine. That's fun. Yeah, okay, so because my my grandma's name was Doreen, and then my grandpa, her husband, he had this thing where he refused to eat at any restaurant that advertised itself as cuisine, because cuisine is just kitchen, in French. They're trying to make themselves seem fancy where it's not. <laughs> Your grandpa would have had a hell of a time on the internet, Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> he, also, he also hated the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because Rudolph was not an official reindeer. Keep in mind, this is the same grandpa who was a minister, and his strongest Christmas opinions were saying that Rudolph wasn't canon. You know what, I'm okay with that. <laughs> it is just, listeners, the truly most incredible mid-motion screen cap of Darren Chris making a face <laughs> at the camera, and in the background, Chris Colfer looks intensely uncomfortable. He's like, yo, are we really keeping this lyric in? Are we really singing a train song? Yeah. Here's the thing. I will fight for train up until the album they put Soul Hey Soul Sister out on. Because after that, they just started getting, like, real shitty, bland pop rock. So, so you, you are like, just- They plagiarized Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> I mean, Andrew Lloyd Webber already plagiarizes people, so I'm not going to fault them for that. But you're basically saying that you are only a respecter for Drops of Jupiter? And earlier. And hey, I think Hey Virginia was their first album. They did some good stuff before they were like, we're just making music to fund Pat Monahan's vineyard that he has in California to sell presumably, de presumably decently shitty uh, train-themed wine. <laughs> Get trained to sing the theme song for the Tokyo adaptation. There's other bands that I would trust more with that theme song. <laughs> but the joke. Christina, it's jokes. I know the joke. I know the jokes, Tanner. <laughs> I do. I'm just very skeptical now of the band train. Hey, Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We're losing it. I, because now I was on, tw because I reflexively stopped over to Twitter on my phone. Uh, good news, everyone. Sailor Moon has a Ryu number of three. Nice. <laughs> uh, and apparently, one of the connecting in entities is Ron Jeremy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Apparently, it's Sailor Moon from Leisure Suit Larry, Love for Sale, to Ron Jeremy, who through MTV Celebrity Deathmatch is, uh, it was in a game with the creature. Who is then in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate with Ryu? Oh my God! <laughs> TV celebrity deathmatch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Incredible. So, anyways, um. Oh, that's right. This is a Glee podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you kids are so lucky. All you just getting engaged because you do a podcast together. What? Has that happened? Yeah, that's Charlie and Cassidy, our friends who we oh. love and we're so happy for. Did you forget that they're pre-pod engaged? No, I, di I didn't forget that they were engaged. I forgot that, like, I forgot that they, like, met through the podcast and started dating because of the podcast. I did not know that, so. But yes, how could I forget that they were hashtag pre-pod engaged? 
Because, like, that was some brilliant foresight on one of their parts. Or both of their parts, depending on who came up with the hashtag. Mm-hmm. Remember what you sang with the Beatles? Wait, what? Never mind. Joke didn't land. <laughs> please, please explain How about, what you were Did to you reference. remember to pay your bills? Oh. I thought, I thought you said, remember when you sang with the Beatles. And I was like, I, I did. That's, we're making rem- remember jokes. And there's, a, there's an SNL sketch where Chris Farley is interviewing Paul McCartney. He's like, hey, hey, remember when you sang with the Beatles? Oh, yes. Yes, I did. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen enough Chris Farley sketches, apparently. That, I just know that one because my parents quote it all the time. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Last night I'm talking to my friend and it's like, do I really love weddings or am I just like getting a lot of adrenaline from being in a social area for the first time in a long time? Por que no las dos? <laughs> Could be. It had the most sexless lap dance, that reception. Oh no, did they make give a lap dance or was it the other way around? No, it was one of the groom's friends and he's talking about how on one of his birthdays he had a party bus and he got drunk enough that he ended up giving everyone there a lap dance, but that was before he had met the bride, and so the bride wasn't there. Mm-hmm. He's in the middle of the speech, and that was supposed to be, like, one joke, and then, like, the bride comes out with a chair, like, all right, we're doing it now, and he's like, no, wait, I had more nice things to say. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> that sounds delightful. He gives the most sexless lap dance, which is probably a good thing, honestly. Yes, yes. And then once he leaves before the bride has a chance to get up, one of the bride's friends, who was already wine drunk by the time the reception began, she runs up there and gives the opposite of the sexless lap dance. Oh, no. Also, these were not sturdy chairs, so after a few moves, I was worried they were both just going to go ass over tea kettle. Ah. Uh. But you know what? Good for your friend, the bride, for being like, okay, it's praxis. Let's do this. <laughs> it's called equality. <laughs> Look, if my husband had to get a weird lap dance from you, then I'm getting a weird lap dance from you so that he feels less weird about it. Let's go. I could, in theory, send you the bags of the mini eggs, but it would probably mean me saving money by getting as close as I could to the Canadian border and then hucking them across. <laughs> come pick up these eggs (laughs) just send you just send you a picture of them across the border like Tanner come get your eggs (laughs) and hit them in a bush hurry before the animals get them (laughs) hurry before border patrol finds illegal chocolate (laughs) I have a question when we come into the scene, uh, Quinn? Yes, mm-hmm, Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's talking about how the first time she cheated, she mm-hmm. got pregnant, and I'm like, <laughs> does she have a kid? What? Yeah. yeah. So about what? that. <laughs> let, 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 me, let me sum up very quickly. Yes. Quinn cheated on Finn with Puck and got pregnant via Puck, and then she gave birth to a baby named Beth, and that baby was adopted by Rachel's birth mother, Shelby, who's played by Adina Menzel, who adopted the baby because she wanted Rachel, but she didn't want Rachel as a teen. She wanted Rachel as a baby, but now she has her own baby, and then they moved away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what you missed on Glee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was curious. Maybe we should watch Gallivant after Glee, Tanner. We, there's so many things we're talking about watching after Glee. We've discussed His and Tim Tees, Gallivant, uh, One Tree Hill, um, Smash. 
Was Descendants on the table? I feel like at some point we're just going to watch that whole Disney Channel original movie musical oeuvre. Do a full decom thing. Yeah, only only the ones with the musicals, though. The the decom EU, yeah. but only the musical ones. Either, it either has to be a musical or it has to have a former Glee alumni in it. <laughs> You're doing my rules for Kingdom Hearts World. Basically. Also, <laughs> based on that logic, we could, we could watch Marmaduke, the movie. We've already watched Smurfs. Because Chris Colfer is in it as Drama Dog Number 2, Shroom Dog Number 1, and Beach Dog Number 1. Oh, Chris Colfer, you deserve so I much I think better. this was before he was on Glee. Huh. You know what? I bet we could rope Cassie in on this. That's that's for later, though. <laughs> yeah. Anytime there's, like, a weird orbital shot, it always makes me think of the, the Sherlock thing that happened, which was in the wedding episode, they had, like, a, a weird camera mechanism to make, like, this weird oh, stop-motion yeah. circle thing, and it was, like, the most expensive thing they put budget in, and it was used for, uh-huh. like, two scenes, and it didn't need to be used at all! Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I have thoughts about Sherlock, but... Lena, did you watch Sherlock? I I watched... So I want to say I watched it until it became bad, but that's not true because it was always bad. We were just looking at it through rose-tinted <laughs> glasses. I watched it for the first two seasons, and then I was like, no, this kind of sucks. And then I stopped. Smart. Or maybe, maybe it was the first three seasons. I don't know. I watched like five episodes, because that's the amount of episodes there are of that show. And frankly, that's too many. Mm-hmm. I have thoughts about that show. I have thoughts about a lot of Stephen Moffat shows, but that's for a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam trusts Quinn that she didn't kiss Finn. She just gave him a big suck. But unrelated to that, he does still feel like <laughs> Tanner. Tanner, you can't say it that way. <laughs> but that's what happened. Tanner, I, your friend, am asking you to not say it that okay. way. Okay, <laughs> okay, edit that part out because I've been vetoed. <laughs> But no, know in your heart that it's true. <laughs> Search your heart. You know it to be true. <sighs> it's not until season four. And actually, that would be, no, no, never mind. I'm digging too big a hole for myself. Just, just take that whole part out. <laughs> <laughs> Still fucks me up that he's going to be voiced by Keegan Michael Key. <laughs> Sorry, we can't get that off track. But I just, <laughs> I, there's a lot. I have a lot of thoughts about that casting decisions. And hearing about the Mario movie casting decision was a time that I was very glad to have not been on social media that day. I was too busy to log onto my computer. I, I, I watched it with uh, Cafe co-stars Isaiah and Theo. Yeah. And the the mix of reactions we had from uh, initial like joy, like, oh, Miyamoto's here. He's going to announce a new like Mario game to then... Oh, it's about the Mario movie. To then, Chris Pratt as Mario <laughs> was. Oh no! It, it was it was from pure joy to like utter rage, and it was amazing. Yeah. And then it was Jack Black as Bowser, so we were back to pure joy. <laughs> That's acceptable. Jack Black is a good casting. I, yeah. When I recorded with Lindsay after that whole thing, I told her that I had a headache because I think Chris Pratt gave me psychic damage, and she was like, yeah, yeah, I get that. And then th- she didn't find out about the casting stuff until after, so she thought it was just Chris Pratt in general giving me a headache. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, that, is, that yeah. is how I feel about Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah. As an enjoyer of a lot of things he's in, but not an enjoyer of him, it is yeah. it is a difficult process. You know what just occurred to me? I bet Jack Black would do his would do mocap for animated Bowser. Oh my god. Yes. 
Andy Honestly, I want I want Jack Black to voice every character. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let voice actors to do voice acting, but also let Jack Black do more voice acting. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, Jack, Jack Black's been a voice actor for a while, so like, I'll accept yeah. it because wasn't wasn't he the guy in the Twisted Metal games? Yes. Yeah. And he was also Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, he was Kung Fu. Panda. Yes. Yeah. And also, Charlie Day already sounds like a cartoon character, so he can also stay. Yeah. Yes. And and Keegan Michael Key can stay as Toad because I just I want to hear it. I want to yes. know. <laughs> that, that's can you more show spectrum. me? Yes. <laughs> Anyway, where were we? Um, arm warmers. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, arm warmers. Hey, hey, Emily, cut this. Uh, <laughs> so Tanner, I I went to college in Springfield, Missouri, which is pretty much like cowboy in the Ozark Mountains, <laughs> kind of a thing. Okay. So we there were there were Western bars. We didn't do like square dances or anything, but we did learn a lot of line dances, and we did have at least one cowboy themed dance at my college campus ministry okay huh yeah so so i'd i i do line dances i like line dances i think they're fun especially when you're like whipping the boots around to like try not to hit yourself in the shins sorry the only thing i'm thinking about with line dancing is um the disney sing-along camping at walt disney world with the dancing tonight segment <laughs> the moral of the a plot isn't that teens shouldn't drink it's that teens should bring that teen that teens should no not that teens should drink let me try that again <laughs> uh speaking of mega corporations i'm truly discovering how insidious it is that the most efficient uh way to streamline D is to either get an account with world 20 or get an account with uh, D beyond oh have have you tried using foundry before don't you need an account for that too I think you do need an account for Foundry. Okay, well, maybe I'll still try it out because it's, it's, it's that's like fan run. It's not a corporation. Right? Yeah, and f- you, I think so. I know that you can link uh, your D and D Beyond to Foundry, but um, my regular D and D group has stopped using D and D Beyond because it kept <laughs> it kept causing a lot of problems with computers and oh, no. browsers crashing oh, that's when we were trying to run it and foundry at the same time oh. just foundry generally works maybe i'll look into foundry because like our our thing i already said it's going to be combat light and then i realized that i should make mm-hmm. it even more combat light than i planned when one of my characters almost died from a single beetle oh no who's <laughs> the uh jd's centaur himbo rogue Oh, no. Because I was like, okay, well, horde scarabs, these are cool. They're just beetles that look like coins. And so a few have been scattered on the ground, pick one up and fail an intelligence check and they'll bite you. And it's 1d4 plus 3. And so I rolled 4 damage and JD goes, well, well, I'm bloodied. Oh, no. And then the only healer is Lindsay's character, who has now burned both her spell slots, healing herself and JD. Oh, no. So I guess I won't be uh, dealing with any more creatures until a long rest. Gotcha. And then Lindsay's like, in my backstory, there's a green a green dragon witch who's been terrorizing my village. And I'm like, okay, uh, well, based on everything I'm seeing for dragons, even if you fought the youngest dragon, it could still easily one-shot you until you're, like, level 10. So I don't know if we'll even get there. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, this might have to be another character you recycle. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is party balance? We have two rogues, a druid, an artificer, and a sorcerer. Very, very squishy. Yeah. Hey! Sorry, I was typing notes for Emily. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, oh god, if, 
If I lost you, I'm in deep trouble. <laughs> um, sorry, what, what did you say about Rachel? I, I missed... I zoned out I, right I when did... you were talking about Aretha. I'm sorry. Emily, cut this part. It's okay. Um, uh, jumping into the part where uh, Sunshine is in the auditorium to help. Wait, do, did you even mention Rachel talking about what she's doing? Yes, I did. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry that I took away the mentioning of Celine Dion from you. Well, I just I thought I thought you would put on a grandiose Rachel voice for it, <laughs> and I'd be pulled back in. Uh, my apologies. I can't. I can do another take if you want me to. Yeah, maybe do another take. We need to try yeah. and get the energy back up for this episode. I still have some mixed feelings about the night for about the night before Christmas movie that was starring Vanessa Hudgens. I haven't seen that yet. I. I started watching a movie, a Christmas movie, that had Nina Dobrev and Harry Shum Jr., um, but then I had to stop oh. because A, I realized Harry Shum Jr. was not a main character, and B, I knew exactly how the plot of the movie was going to go ten minutes in, and it wasn't as yeah. it wasn't endearing enough for me to see it out. Yeah. It's like, there... do, you want, do, you want, do you want to describe it to you? Yeah, sure. So I'm probably not going to see it. <laughs> Nina Dobrev is like a BuzzFeed blogger. And she always has terrible Tinder dates. In this world, it's called Flirt Alert. She always has terrible dates there. And she's <laughs> Flirt Alert? On Flirt Alert. And oh so God. she's managed to dovetail that into a column she has on her BuzzFeed website, uh, talking about her terrible dates. And But she's getting kind of sick of it, because they're all terrible dates. And so then she starts uh, messaging this really, really nice, really, really hot guy, um... And she's like, this is too good to be true. And so her friend convinces her to ask him for a photo proving that it's him. And he sends her one. She's like, oh, this is great. And then he's like, it'd be so great if you could come over for Christmas. My mom would love you. And she's like, she goes to her boss and she's like, I'm going to, I found a perfect finale for my column. I found a guy that I have great chemistry with. So I'm going to fly to New York and surprise him for Christmas. And the boss is like, that's a terrible idea. I love it. I can't wait for you to write a story about how this crashes and burns. And so she flies to Lake Placid, New York, which is apparently a shitty small town. I don't know if it's like that in real life, but it is in the movie. Um, and she goes to the guy's house because he <laughs> shared his address because they had gotten to that level. And so she goes to the guy's house and she meets oh the guy. But oh, she's been catfished. And it's a, he's a different what? guy who he doesn't look as hot as the guy that she thought she was talking to. But then she finds the guy she thought she was talking to because he used to be a childhood friend of the guy she was really talking to. And so the guy she was talking to what? says, I will help you land a date with the guy who I used the photo of to catfish you with if you pretend to be my girlfriend because my family didn't think I would ever be able to get a girlfriend. What the fuck, man? Anyways, I, I've, I'm certain, I'm 100% certain that by the end of the movie, she ends up falling for the less attractive guy because the more attractive guy turns out to be a big dink. Yeah, I, as, that is, that is exactly how that plot goes in every single rom-com. Although if, if they do ever decide to do a Morphin Grid, like, if, if they ever decide to dip into uh, Aaron Cahill's um, veritable stable of Hallmark movies... They could do that one that I think is coming out this season, where it's like not just a rom com; it's also about family and stuff. Family. And I think they shot it in Arizona. Yes, I'm just very glad that Erin Cahill is still doing work. She deserves it. <laughs> Excuse me. Cut that. <laughs> yeah, cut, cut me, cut me burping. We can't let the listeners know that we breathe. <laughs> can't let the listeners know that I ate before getting on a recording. <laughs> You know how it is with spaghetti. Uh, I don't know how it is with spaghetti. <laughs> it's Should I? No, it's it's uh, okay, so it was a post from 4chan, which but stay with me here. It's like be, okay. be me. 
have my first ever roommate when I'm in a dorm at university. I go into my room as my roommate says they're going to cook spaghetti. I come out an hour later and there's spaghetti everywhere. I mean, it's on the walls. It's on the floor. It's on the ceiling. It's all over the counter. My roommate says, you know how it is with spaghetti. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> and then so just the phrase, you know how it is with spaghetti, just popping up on random stuff as the reaction image. Next week, Yee. rumor come out. Wait. Do we do we do intro first? Do oh no, you're right. Never mind. Cut that. We... Cut that. Yeah. I dumped the gun. Yeah. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is gonna have to be the award-winning episode of Loser Like Me for longest with most cut content. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really should have brought that. I was feeling so good. I was being so productive today. <laughs> yeah. I cleaned and everything. I have not cleaned. That is my plan for after the recording today. Cause I have a Christmas tree and it has to go up. <laughs> Usually I'm cleaning after the recording and it's all in a panic. <laughs> yeah. I, I After the recording, I also need to make some cookies because Christmas season is here and uh, I have a desperate need to A, make cookies, B, and B, put up the Christmas tree that I now have for my apartment, and C, uh, blast my Spotify playlist, which is just titled, um, oh god, what is it? I don't remember what it's called, so I'll pull it up when we're done recording. Okay. My Christmas playlist the bit is failed. Called, my Christmas playlist is called Get Ready to Jingle Your Bells. Oh. Uh, because there is a vine, a while, when vine was a thing, there was a vine of a girl uh, who, she like she's going to do like a sing-along, and she goes, get ready to jingle your bells, and then she turns on a, like, a, a track that's supposed to be Jingle Bell Rock, but apparently mm-hmm. she hit the wrong one, because she's holding her bells, and then you just hear, fuck em suck em sit on my cock. And then oh, she like, I, I, freaks out and like goes as fast as she can to the thing. I, I think I've seen that one. And yeah. I remembered, and if this could be patched back into the bit, that would be great. Um, <laughs> my, no, I think the whole Christmas thing should be a separate bit. <laughs> yeah. my I remembered that my Christmas playlist is called, in all caps, Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring ting tingling too. And like <laughs> five, five emojis. <laughs> <laughs> I think my Halloween playlist is Let's Get Spoopy. I have too many Spotify playlists. I'm surprised they haven't stopped me from making new ones. <laughs> anyway, we should talk about this episode of Glee. Not yet. <laughs> uh, oh? So my, my Christmas tree goes up on Wednesday. Yeah? Uh, because it's currently in quarantine. Ah, yes. Just, be, just because I couldn't, I couldn't reliably touch it with clean hands and ensure that clean hands had touched it within the time period that I purchased it. So I just mm-hmm. I sat it in the corner of the room. And it's like, okay, two weeks, you sit there, and then I'll move you to a more prominent position, and I'll put the decorations on you. Mm-hmm. And Wednesday is also baking day, on account of it's, like, the only other free day I have this week. And I'm making nice. soup the night before. Nice. What kind of soup? Minestrone. I'm, oh, I've altered, I altered the recipe that I used last time, and I'm also going to make sure I cut the sausage and the veggies smaller so they cook all the way through. I mean, they're cooked, but they're kind of yeah. crunchy, and it'd be nice if yeah. they're, like, t- tinier pieces, so it's just like, mmm, squelch. <laughs> Proper soup noises. <laughs> That's a fucking terrible onomatopoeia, Tanner. Mmm, <laughs> squelch! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, speaking of so, squelching, let's start the episode. Um, Born wait, This Way last, is my episode last, to start. La- last bit before we go. I okay. need to tell you about about the Glee, Glee-adjacent dream that I had last night. Oh, hell yes. I don't, I don't remember much of it. But I'm assuming this is brought on by the fact that yesterday I was like, oh, I need to watch the episode of Glee. And then I didn't have time because I sat and played Pokemon with my friend for like four hours. Fair <laughs> enough. That's what I was doing last night. 
That's why I didn't <laughs> I saw, start the episode until midnight. <laughs> I saw you on Switch Online last night. I was like, oh, hey, Tanner's playing too. <laughs> um, By the but, way, Emily, this is still all one bit. <laughs> yeah, Godspeed, my friend. <laughs> but so, last night, this dream that I had, I don't remember much except for the fact that I was on the set because the Glee cast was shooting something. This They were shooting something that was on the deck of a cruise ship, like out on the ocean, sailing on the ocean uh, over the bounding waves. Were they singing I'm on a boat? They were not, but... This like this scene was set in like it was supposed to be kind of like like a tropical forest. And so they had about, I want to say, like three rows of like fake prop trees, like kind of staggered so that it looked more plausibly like like a jungle, but it wasn't actually a jungle and you could see the ocean and stuff through it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we were like sitting at a table for like a for like a formal dinner or something and i remember that leah michelle and gwyneth paltrow were there chris pratt walked in someone did something to scare him off and he fled the set (laughs) they asked him for his vaccine pass (laughs) oh god but then the last part that i remember was that whoever the leading guy was i don't remember probably generic white guy number five, was like standing up to make a speech at the head of the table and everyone was like applauding. And I distinctly remember that I had one of those rubber dinosaur head hand puppets. (laughs) And like when everyone was like applauding and toasting and stuff, I like lifted up the little dinosaur hand puppet and I went, speech, speech. (laughs) <laughs> and, and everyone just like stopped dead and looked at me and then oh, i woke no. up was it, the, was it like the picture of the college girls <laughs> the what yeah exactly <laughs> but with me maybe a little bit more panic because <laughs> they're like holy shit there's a dinosaur here now and I wish I <laughs> the dinosaurs appeared to chase chris pratt off the set of the glee reboot in my brain <laughs> god i don't know what dreams are y'all but I hope this. Br- I hope that brought you joy. It did bring me a lot of joy. <laughs> Good. Okay. Anyway, finally, after eleven minutes of pre-roll, I'm starting the episode. Good. End the bit. We move on. <laughs> you do you. You do you, girl. Absolutely. And if that involves doing other girls, no, cut that. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is also going to be cut. But like, I feel like. She made a post at some point last year that was, like, her with someone where we're just, like, everyone's kind of, like, doing, like, eye emoji, eye emoji, eye emoji. <laughs> yeah, I think it was actually from this year. It was a picture of her and Megalyn Echikunwoke just full-on kissing on Instagram. Yeah, and everyone's like, okay, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna keep our mouths shut about this until you're ready to say something. It's like the Glee fan was just assembled outside of Diana Agra on social media with signs that say like, it's okay, you're good whenever. Also, are you really tall or were you just with a bunch of short girls? I was with a bunch of short girls. Okay. Gotcha. I am the impressive height of 5'10". And I learned recently at the doctor, no, I'm not. Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. I thought I was 5'10". I'm 5'9 and change. It's fine. Oh. oh no. 
But yeah. Okay, so you're, you're like me, because I'm 5'11 and change, but I just say I'm 6. So my dad is 5'11 and change. My dad is 5'11 and three quarters. And my entire youth spent growing up, he was like, Sam, one day you're going to be taller than me. One day you are going to be taller than me. 5'10. So, no, I wasn't. Although, in the fullness of time, yes, I will. But I don't think he meant that way. Yeah. Yeah. My dad is the older brother. All right, let's talk about this episode. Oh, yes. My my dad's the older brother and his younger brother ended up becoming like 6'4". And my dad was like, oh, no, I have to leave Canada. (laughs) (laughs) That's a true story. I'm sorry. What were you saying about Glee? Oh, another episode of background I did is the episode when she came back and her hair was shorter and I think blue or black or something. Oh, yeah. The crisis episode. Yeah. I'm somewhere in that. It's like the first three episodes of season three, so I'll keep an eye out for you. I think it's the first episode. <laughs> but she had that look for a while. I think I remember sitting on bleachers. So it was like, like there's bleachers, and then we like, ah, oh, here she is. It's uh, But her hair's different. Ah, oh, she's walking away. Wait, wait. Was it the episode with the piano get lit on fire? <laughs> uh, I, 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 I wasn't there for that. Okay. <laughs> what song would you suggest? <laughs> I, well, I have the I have the list of top hits of 2011 pulled up. I am excited to go through this list. And I'm just going to reference, I'm just going to name off songs that Glee did not perform at some point in their catalog. Okay. Um, uh, Give Me Everything by Pitbull featuring Neo, Afrojack, and Nair. <laughs> that would have been great. Um, Super Bass by Nicki Minaj, but I know they performed that later in the show. Um, Moves Like Jagger. They also perform later. Although that would have been a good um, one to do here as well. Uh, just, no, they already did Just the Way You Are. Um, see, I was going to say. they do Party Rock Anthem? They do not do Party Rock Anthem. That is an um, excellent one so to, end the, to end prom on. There's that. Um, We Are Who We Are by Kesha. Oh, see, um, that one would tonight, work great because it's also for, for gay people. She wrote it for the gays. <laughs> tonight, uh, tonight, tonight by Hot Shell Ray. Um, Stereo. Did Hearts. you know that one of the pe- one of the guys from Hot Shell Ray is Cordover Street's sibling? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, also, they they sing Stereo Hearts next season too. Ah, uh, gotcha. My, see, my suggestion um, was going to be Two Princes. Well, see, I'm trying to think of a song that everyone can dance to. That's not just look at them. <laughs> um, I mean, just um, anything. Poppy. Dynamite, Tayo Cruz. Oh yeah, that also would have been a good song. Yeah, there's a lot of good options they could have picked from. But you know, when, it's Glee. When did Call Me Maybe come out? Uh not from another year, I don't think. And also they do okay. sing that one later. I'm sure they do. It's uh, it's too popular for them not to. They they explicitly mm-hmm. say we're singing this because it was the song of the summer. Ah. Uh, Heck, they could sing Smash Mouth's All Star. That's fine, just as long as they make it fun. True. Uh-huh. But yeah, lots of good options they could have used. Okay, cool. At what point do I say that a good alternative song for Dancing Queen at the end of the episode would have been Robert Palmer's Bad Case of Loving You? Ooh. Did they sing? No, they sang Addicted to Love. Also that would have be been good. a weird song to end on, though. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, I, look, I got nothing. I'm just scrolling through stuff that's literally on my phone right now. Okay. No, Bad Case of Loving You would have been a better episode, a better song for Or the if they just rickrolled the shit out of all of us and just sang Never Gonna Give You Up. I can't believe they never said nice. that, actually. Like, this would have been the time. I have, I have a story about that, actually. And you can hear that story next time on the GleeCast podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready.
So, do you want to take this one? Uh, yeah, one sec. Sorry, I had something in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Look, confession time. And I'm apologizing to Emily for this, too. I didn't get to eat lunch beforehand, so I've been eating my way through two slices of pizza on this recording. <laughs> oh, no! I didn't want to finish chewing my pizza right into the microphone. <laughs> listen, listen, understandable. Um, it's still not as bad as a one time where I had to, I needed Lindsay to vamp for a full 15 minutes while I deep throated some coconut shrimp. Yeah, I was gonna say, didn't you eat shrimp on a podcast one time? (laughs) Shrimp heaven now. (laughs) And this is the part where I wrote down, I really like imagining Bert and Carol showing up at Sue's house with like stacks of casseroles. Because like Oh, they would. That's what you do when you're mourning in the Midwest. People make you food so you don't have to cook. They show up with sympathy ham. Yeah, yeah. Wait, hang on, hang on. We probably discussed this in the religion episode in Grilled Cheese. Do you think that the, the Hudsons are Catholic? I don't think so. Probably Lutheran, okay. if I had to guess. Okay, the Lutherans, because I know, if, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. sympathy ham is more of a Catholic thing, but it's not solely... <laughs> I, I will tell you this, Tanner, I have never heard of Sympathy Ham before, and okay. I am a Catholic. <laughs> okay. It might be a Canadian thing, but the Universal Midwest well, thing no, is- Well, no, because you... I, heard of it from, I heard of it from an American sitcom. Hmm. It was, do do you remember the real O'Neills? No. It was, it was a sitcom about an Irish Catholic family, and their uh, middle child, played by Noah Galvin, came out as gay in the pilot- and they're like, okay, we're going to deal with this. And then the second episode, like, after the rest of the Catholic community finds out about this, they, like, people start dropping off sympathy hams at their door. Maybe it was a sympathy casserole. Sorry, your son is gay. Here's a casserole. Keep going. But uh, I lost my spot in my nose. Okay, so while she is, oh yeah, and also cut the ba doo part. <laughs> I don't know why I have to specify. It should go without saying that anytime we're like ba or um or have seven different false starts to a sentence because we can't remember how the English language works. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I saying, Emily, that you can cut that. Um, but now that I've vamped about it, if you think this vamping was funny, put it in a separate track. Producer. <laughs> Producer Emily. <laughs> so as well as booking this stuff, mm-hmm. uh, hang on, I lost my place in my notes. We're only like two scenes in, I've already lost my place. <laughs> In my season four fanfic that I wrote d- ages ago, I yeah. had Finn and Rachel like on the cusp of breaking up. Uh huh. It was during the Allo Tribute episode, and so they were singing SOS like they did in Mamma Mia 1. Mm-hmm. And then they end up meeting on the bridge and they have a fight, and Rachel tries to storm off, but it is in the middle of January, and she just completely wipes out. <laughs> <laughs> and then Finn tries to go after her, and he also wipes out, and then they're both just like giggling like idiots while they're collapsed on the bridge, probably with concussions. Aww, that's cute. So anyways, cut to nationals. It's nationalizing. No, that's bad. Let me give that another take. Cut that part. <laughs> oh yeah, so the, the questions this time. Not the, what were what they called? E- the yearbook things. The epithets. No epithets. Ex- extracurriculars? Yeah, no epithets, um, no extracurriculars. Uh, the, just normal, ask us normal questions, because that'll be more fun. <laughs> you can ask us questions in the form of an epithet. Like, most likely to blank. I don't think epithet is the right word. I don't either, but you know what I mean. Most likely. I'm I'm googling because it's going to bother me if not. You know what? Okay, how about just cut the last five minutes. Let's just start again starting from Lose Like Me as part of etc. Okay? How does that sound? Yeah. I think it's just superlatives. Superlatives! That's the one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or actually, Mm -hmm. actually, no. Hang on. Okay. Do we want to count Glee Project as 
an individual season or part of season two or part of season three? I think individual season. Like it's it's like the two point five HD remix. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so at some point in the next month, I'm gonna release our blue for real. Glee Project: A Fragmentary Passage. <laughs> <laughs> the Glee Project: Dark Road. Okay, hang on. Let- Emily, cut discussion of Glee Project so that when we can drop those, the jokes are better because they land in chronological order. <laughs> They're just for you. The yes. jokes are just for you. And that's a wrap on season two, at least the episodes proper. We still have a bunch of bonus stuff coming out soon. But thank you so much for listening to all of our silly little bits. And thank you for all the guests who contributed to these silly little bits, uh, if you heard yourself. And if you didn't hear yourself, I guess that just means you had an all-bangers track that there was nothing too silly to cut. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, also thank you so much to uh, Lena and Emily, who across the season they both assisted in editing things, and uh, we really could not have done it without either of you. So thank you so much. And thank you to viewers like you. Not viewers, listeners. Anyways, if you want to hear more from this podcast, check us out on Loser Like Me. Uh, what's the Twitter? At Loser Like Me Pod. And, you know, all the other contact info is also in the podcast blurb. So, yeah, stay safe, and that's what you missed on Glee. Just go ahead and grab a chair and listen now. As we riff the show, Tanner and Christina gonna figure out why we love the show. Better grab your golden stars and sheaves, cause you're listening. You're listening to Loser Like Me. Loser Like Me. Loser Like Me.